Yeah, you're good. What's up, everybody? Welcome to uh, Homegrown Hustlers, where we talk to homegrown entrepreneurs and find out what keeps them hustling every day. And on today's show, we've got uh, Nolan Larson here. Um, definitely a homegrown hustler. Um, been hustling for a while, so we're excited to have him. We got a uh, down here with us too, co-host. So we're excited to dive into to uh, to today. Start. Yeah. Oh, no, give me, give me enough to uh, um, cut it out. You good? Yep. All right. So, uh, actually, why don't you ask him the questions? I think that deal better this way because I've already done this with him. Oh, you have? Yeah, but I messed up the idea. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but I think this would go like more natural if you ask him the questions because I've already asked the questions. <coughs> well, like lead off the questions. I guess you can start and I'll follow up because I don't know what questions you want to ask. Okay. Well, I was just going to say to get started, why don't you introduce yourself and uh, let us know what you do and how you got into business in general, like what, what started you in business. All right. Um, so I'm Nolan Larson, um, owner of Larson Waste right now. Um, we, uh, gosh, I guess started in business long time ago when I was trucking for uh, Buck Smith for Smith Molding. Um, you know, when I was sitting in the truck all those hours, I just couldn't just listen to the radio. So I was always listening to something, trying to better myself. Um, didn't, didn't have a chance to finish my education, so I figured I'd get education another way. And, Probably the better way. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, so anyway, uh, I just started at that point kind of hustling stuff on the side. Uh, I've heard you guys talk about that. Um, you know, we did a lot of different things. We detailed cars, fixed chips in windshields, um, kind of uh, morphed into uh, uh, managing snowflake sanitation for my father-in-law, Buck Smith, and then, uh, and then continuing on, ended up buying a roll-off truck from Dallin's grandpa. He helped me get into things and uh, just a sweet deal, him helping me get set up and going. He even carried the insurance on that truck for six months, I think. Wow. Yeah, it was crazy. It was awesome. But he was he was really instrumental in helping us get going. And, and we just started buying garbage companies and uh, uh, bought out Mug Yellow Sanitation, Snowflake Sanitation, and, um, R&M, and just kind of. Start growing. Yeah, eating them just up. A, yeah, just yeah. a domino. Just yeah. eating them up. Right. Yeah. So when you're talking about like your side hustles when you were just getting going and everything, um, were those like actual companies or was it just kind of like you know what? Here, here a little bit here, you know. It, it started off here a little bit, here, there a little bit, just trying to find a little extra money here and there. But, uh, you know, it wasn't long that we decided that we'd make little LLCs out of them, you know. And so I'd, uh, I'd get a little company and, and Brett Repair kind of get it, helped us get set up. And, uh, and my sister Wendy, and, and so we had everything done right. But, you know, I just try to get a little extra income. But the cool thing was, is every one of those little jobs, we learn stuff from it, you know. Yeah. And, and so as you're going along, you, you learn as you're, you just have experience, and I guess that's my real education. School of Hard Knocks is learn, 
learn what works, what doesn't, and how to get along with people or, or not get along. And <laughs> Seriously. So. Um, <clears throat> so when you were had these side hustles, I think it might be kind of a silly question to you, but to I think a lot of people, they have a struggle with. When you have these side hustles, what did you do with that money? Was that money reinvested into Larson Waste, or did you um, put all your money that you earned to Larson Waste in that, and you provided for your family on that side hustle? Because I think a lot of people think, like, oh, entrepreneur startup, and they do great, and also they're super rich, and they're you yeah. know successful. They don't realize all these side hustles and just kind of give an idea yeah. of kind of the background you and know, the struggle of it. Yeah, any of the extra money we ever made, at first it was to try to get us out of debt. And, and uh, so we, we did that. Um, but at the same time, we never did, never did live off that money. If I made anything extra, it didn't go into oh, hey, we got more money. Let's go to the movie. You yeah. Know? I mean, we we uh, didn't have cable. We didn't have you know. We'd, uh, a big night out was go to rent a movie and get a pizza. You know, but uh, usually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> usually at, at that time, we were we were in a single wide trailer. I'd sit on the little little steps, you know, the three steps that went up that trailer and sprinkle the grass because I washed the cars and the truck and so there's nothing left to do but water the grass while the sun went down. Yeah. You know, life was simple then, but uh, sometimes simple is good too. It wasn't nearly as busy, but um, yeah, every nickel we say we had, we just kind of saved and either put it back into the company or we didn't live off the extra stuff. That was, that was just uh, to help get yeah. us going. So on that note, how long do you think until your career do you think you finally felt like, okay, I made it, I can finally go out and I can buy the pickup I want or the toys I want? Because I think right now the huge problem is keeping up with the Joneses. A lot of people, the moment they make money, like, I'm going to yeah. buy this truck and yeah, yeah. realistically you can't afford it. Right. And you've done really, really well at saying, hey, I'm going to be frugal, save my money, and then when the time's right. And uh, patience, Gary, you talked about this a lot. Patience is key. Right. And patience is the key to the success. So at what point in your career do you think, was it 20, 30 years? years down the road you know i i think it's gonna come soon yeah uh, i'm not there yet See? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's awesome, awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah and uh i mean i think that goes to show for a lot of entrepreneurs how long have you been doing this for uh, yeah well we've been married for 30 years this year so about 30 years yeah so yeah. you're coming up on 30 years and you're about to finally yeah. you know yeah taste I'm, that I'm thinking fruit. okay i don't know but i don't I don't know, Dallin, if I'll get to that point where I feel like oh, I'm going to go buy a new truck, spec it out exactly how I want it. I mean, we might buy a new garbage truck. Sure, yeah. That's something new for yeah. me, you know. I mean, the one I'm driving, I got off of Craigslist, so. Right. Um, well, it's no slouch, to, but, yeah. but it's, not, it's not brand new. I'm not going out there and dropping. I guess it more or less is to the point to where you finally feel like you can... I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. Kind of like I don't know, maybe breathe or relax. Yeah, yeah. kind of like all right. I've done what I've had to do. Yeah, I can successfully say I've accomplished my goals and I've made it. Like, yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I I don't see that right around the corner for me. Which um, is good. You're still young. I, yeah, and yeah. I think yeah, you've got another fifty years of working like yeah, that. Yeah, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know that that. Uh, um, I guess that drive, that hunger, I think is what keeps you, and I think that's what you guys, I've, I've kind of watched you guys going on, and, and, and that's what that's what makes working exciting and fun. You know, yeah. every day is going to have a challenge, but um, I can't let you know you're alive. Okay, how are we going to... 
how are we going to tackle this challenge today? What, what's going to get thrown at us today? Yeah. You guys have seen that. Yeah, uh, oh, you know, it's what, crazy. I, I think it's kind of a sign of an entrepreneur, too. You and I were talking about this a couple days ago. We were talking about, you know, guys that go off and party and are doing all these other things. And I, it's kind of hard for me to understand because I almost felt panicked sometimes, like, things have just got to be happening and getting done and, and stuff like that. It's almost a panic. And I don't think wherever you get to, it probably just escalates the higher you get the levels, you know, because once you've achieved so much, then that's now the new standard that I, that's set. And so it's like, okay, well, if I can get to this, where's the next one that's even harder to get to and just goes up and up. And I, I would guess, I don't know, but I guess that's kind of, you know, a sign of an entrepreneur that, that has yeah. that, that doesn't get to where it's like, made it kick, kick my feet up and like uh you know we're there yeah that's true yeah that's awesome um well there's there's probably one thing we got to watch out for if you have attitudes like that is is you get way caught up in that and and uh balance in life is is good you know so you yeah. got to remember, hey, I've got a wife and kids at home and, and got to take care of that. Poor Garrett had to, he, he spent time with his dad growing up, but it, it was in a in a car seat in a truck. Yeah, we were actually talking about this morning. How old were you when you were hanging off the side of a garbage truck? Uh, I don't know, probably eight. <laughs> yeah, but even before that, he yeah. was in a car seat. That's true. I, I'd shake up his bottle and, and uh, throw him in the truck with me when we were hauling lumber, you know. Let's <laughs> roll. Yeah. And Garrett was, he was with me in a truck from uh, yeah, a long time ago. Yeah. But that was, you know, I, I do feel kind of bad that maybe we didn't spend as much time as some other families out hunting and fishing and that kind of thing. Um, but, you know, he was sitting beside me as we were going up to Salt Lake with a load of molding or something like yeah. that, you know. Sure. Asking me a million questions on the way. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, uh, this is kind of an off-topic thing, maybe something that, that let it out, but just talking about that. One time I was on my mission and uh, th there was this family, really cool family, really affluent for uh, Argentina. I'm like, kids have like an Xbox, so, you know, and you probably know from Thailand, if a kid has an Xbox, it's like yeah. richest family in right. town. Um, anyway, we were uh, <clears throat> talking with them, and the wife and the husband just had all sorts of problems. And it was really something that wasn't for the missionaries to handle, but they would always bring it up to us, you know, all elders, what do you think about this, this, that, and the other? And uh, one day we'd been there, and the husband had kind of blown up on the wife because, he used olive oil to cook her oh, Milanesa. Yeah. Milanesa, that's there what it's called. <laughs> he just lost it on her and it turned into this big old thing like right in front of us. And so we were talking about happiness and what makes you happy. And so, uh, you know, I kind of went to bed thinking about that and pondering about that. And then I had this dream that night about uh, just working. I was actually here at Larson Waste and I was just working with with my dad, with my uncles, my grandpa, and we were just all here working. I don't even know what we were doing, but we were just all here working. And, uh, you know, through that dream, I just knew that, that that really is a key to happiness um, right now is, is working and doing doing work and progressing. And uh, I actually woke up the next day, and then I was like, all right, I'm going to get called on to give a talk today in church. And 
you know, for whatever reason, just knew it. So I wrote down, wrote it all down, wrote the talk out, and then uh, I was sitting in the congregation, and about five minutes before church, Bishop came up to me and said, hey, I'll lunch, will you speak today? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> got, got it ready. Got it ready. But, uh, you know, that's something I think about quite a bit is uh, that, you know, yeah, you can be out hunting, fishing, doing good th- things like that that I think are good things, but uh, I think there's so much happiness that comes from work and it's almost got a bad connotation now and and i don't think that connotation that's being put on it is coming from a good place because i really think that that's i think work's an eternal principle that leads to happiness and so um i think it's a good thing to enjoy it yeah to uh I agree. raise your kids in it so yeah. um yeah kind of like i said kind of side tangent but when you said that just uh it's Jump true. Brought back a memory. Yeah. yeah. I mean, every time I go to the valley, I feel like all I do is work outside with my dad. But like Garrett said, uh, when I go back, I mean, Melissa kind of, my wife thinks I'm crazy, but like it's the happiest moments I have is when I'm spending genuine time with my dad. And whether it's working or, you know, being out in the woods, uh, right. you know, camping, I don't think there's a difference. It's more of the communication that is involved mm-hmm. while you're doing that. And yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I guess often you and my dad, they say the same things. I feel like the you guys have that sense of maybe we uh, were too busy or we didn't take enough time, but I think it's remembering. Um, it was just the simple things that you guys did along the way that kind of paved the path for us mm-hmm. that made us want to be like, you know what? You taught us hard work through your example, but you also were willing to work with us and teach us the way and take the time out of while you're working. And that I think is what's really made me and Garrett both super um, effective and motivated to do what we do now so ah, well, that, that came from our dads yeah, <laughs> yeah, just yeah. yeah. Down, it just keeps going exactly out. exactly yeah. and i think that's kind of you know well that's getting to us off if i go down that it um but uh kind of maybe if we steer back towards the business things as you were doing these and side hustles and um i think at one point you told me you had four businesses going at once um you had a uh, trucking Larson Waste, um, the roll-off side before it was merged with Snowflake mm-hmm. Sanitation. You were managing Snowflake Sanitation. And just for context, managing Snowflake Sanitation was not like you were the manager and there was some owner making decisions. You were running that company yeah. 100%. Yeah, that, well, yeah. it was, yeah, we had two drivers, two trucks, and and I was laying it down underneath the truck yeah. <laughs> working on it, you know. Scooting maggots off me in in the oh, summertime, yeah. Yeah. in the dirt. We didn't have a shop, so <laughs> that's <laughs> so, crazy. So you had snowflake sanitation, uh, Larson waste, Larson trucking, and the detail company. Mm-hmm. So at one point, you yeah, had, you had four companies that, uh, <laughs> that you were uh, uh, owning and operating. Yeah. Um, so during that time, you know, you kind of talked about balance. How did you find and, and get balance with that? You know, I don't know if I was very balanced then because that was that was when I went through that phase of getting skinny fat. <laughs> and so, you know, it was, it was getting up at 1, 2 o'clock in the morning and uh, heading out in the truck uh, so I could get back in time to jump in a roll-off truck and take a few loads with that. And then at night with a flashlight, I'd be delivering garbage carts. And, and uh, so that's kind of then on the weekend would detail some cars. So, uh-huh. um yeah, there was there was just one way to find those kind of hours, and that's sleep less and and drink some Pepsi's and eat sunflower seeds. And it's not a real healthy. Diet. <laughs> <laughs> that's sustainable, but yeah. just being able to willing to right. do that is yeah. 
Well, and, and, and that was, my mindset then was, you know what, my competition, if I just work an hour more than my competition, I'm going to get ahead, you know? And, and so that's, that's kind of was my mindset, I guess. Uh-huh. You just stay in there and working at some point, it's going to pay off. Yeah. Pay the piper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is there ever a, a side hustle that you may have had that you wish you would have uh, maybe pursued a little bit harder or was like Larson Waste just kind of destiny or were you like, man, looking back on it, I really wish I would have kind of kept pursuing the detail company or the trucking side or did, did Larson Waste happen because it was just statistically the best and yeah. all that or you know, did you enjoy it? Yeah, it, it took a while for Larson Waste <laughs> to get up and going. Trucking kind of carried it at first. Um, carried it a lot yeah <laughs> and uh and then it it got up and going um yeah i don't know the others were it was trucking equipment kind of is where my heart was you know um be honest with you i was going to school to be a physical therapist and then then i thought oh dentists make more money i'll do that you know but yeah um that that just didn't pan out we had doctor bills and things like that I didn't set out, you know, 30 years ago to be a garbage man, career garbage man, but hey, I'm proud to be a trash man now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I guess that's what I was trying to get at is a lot of people would never have thought that, you know, Nolan Larson's going to grow up and be the garbage man of the White Mountains. Yeah. But now you're known everywhere for being... Being trashy. Yeah, yeah, you're the trash man. But uh, it, it's impressive to see that how that evolved because a lot of people think like... Uh, it was destiny. I don't want to say destiny, or like more like it was handed to you, yeah. or like a lot of things are handed. Mm-hmm. But really, you just worked your butt yeah. off, and yeah. it just happened to be the one of the side hustles that took off because you enjoyed the equipment side of it, or for whatever yeah, reason. Yeah, and, and there's just, no doubt we're we're just we're just blessed along the way too. Oh, absolutely. You, know, you were we doing what to, you're supposed to. Tried to take care of things like we should, and and uh, and it just worked out surround myself you know i i am no crazy awesome businessman or anything like that but you surround yourself with good people and good things are going to happen and that's what we've tried to do you know it's just good folks work for us work around us work with us um you know whether it's vendors insurance agents um whoever our suppliers uh you make good relationships with people and that just kind of kind of happens yeah it's kind of funny that you brought that up because I think that ties into uh, our last episode when we were talking about culture that yeah. goes right that's the the proof is that's how you built your this company is on the culture that you established and through good nature and positive attitudes it kind of paved the pathway uh, and just emanated from you the hard work the uh, the good attitude the you know put your nose down and good things will happen type attitude just people being around you it was infectious to uh, to get yeah. off and, to everybody now, I, I think everybody desires that you know so if, if we can have an environment like that and you know bring everybody along with you yeah. let's, let's go for a ride yeah